It is the 200 level episode 173, and we don't know what we're going to call this. It's halftime of the Illinois-Nebraska game, and Illinois is trailing by one. Now, I don't think anyone's angry. I think we're all just sort of, huh? That's interesting. And maybe I'll start getting the temperature raised a little bit if we get to the under 12 timeout, the under eight timeout, and we still got a tight ball game, or this could be like Northwestern. We don't know as we hit record. All we hope is that starting to record this podcast, we'll bring a little bit better luck to this Illinois team. And Isaac, full disclosure, you watched more of this first half than Trevor or I did. I think we can be honest here. So give us a little 30-second picture of what we missed. For I missed, to be quite honest, the first 12 minutes of game time. Okay, so apparently instead of Gatorade or whatever before the game, all the guys drank some NyQuil. So cool. that's how they came out. It was a lot like the slow starts in the past, like the Northwestern, the Penn State, um, slow starts you had against poor teams. You started to figure it out, but then you started turning it over again, and then the refs were doing some interesting Big Ten ref-like things. So, honestly, it had a lot of similarities to some of the painful games like Indiana, Maryland, Ohio State, but let's just hope it ends with the W, and then I won't care how we started the game. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And Trevor, I think I probably should have taken into account that there might be a bit of a who cares effect to this game. I mean, I know as a fan, this was an afterthought in a lot of ways, and we're just kind of biding time until we get to the the big matchups again. But I think if you're a player on this Illinois team, it, it's reasonable to suspect that you sit in a hotel all day in freezing cold Lincoln, Nebraska to play Fred Hoiberg's Nebraska basketball team. And no offense to Fred Hoiberg, that wouldn't do it for me either. Yeah, I, I totally understand that. Uh, it's the same thing with the Northwestern game. Who cares about that, really? You come out sluggish. The at Penn State, like two days before I think, or maybe after, no, before Christmas. Yeah, two same days. Same thing. It's like, what are we doing here? Um, you hope that obviously the end of that script uh, follows through, like those two games ended. I'm not worried yet by any means, but from what I can tell, it's it's frustrating. Jeremy had a good tweet. He said you got nine assists on 13 field goals and you missed some open threes, but you also turned the ball over a bunch of times. So if you can just clean that up, take advantage of Nebraska's turnovers. This team leads the country in turnovers. So if you can just do that and make some of your shots, I'm not too concerned, but kind of frustrating nonetheless. So we're at 1940 is where I'm at. And Isaac, you're probably close to me. And Trevor, I'm guessing you're ahead of us. I'm not going to ask you to try to find where we're at. Adam Miller misses a three there. Kofi gets bored. Oh, wait, are you about the same part? Yeah, I'm in in 1920. So you guys' streaming must be really uh, firing on all cylinders. All right, cool. Well, we just saw the Kofi dunk at approximately the same time. So Illinois takes a lead on the first possession on a putback dunk by Kofi. And here we go. It's kind of weird because I, I got to be honest, trying to get in the rhythm of this game, the last eight minutes of the first half didn't do it for me. We get an and one. Good Lord. Fell on Adam Miller. I don't know any of these Nebraska guys, Isaac. Should I? No, I don't think so. Uh, they, It's a lot like they were last year. And if you remember last year when we played them at home, it was just a weird, sloppy game. Nebraska yeah. was bad then, too. But, again, they had a guy that had, like, a double-double or something. And, um, again, oh, like, the Lord. whole first half, the, <laughs> the announcers were saying, you know, oh, so-and-so hits his first three of the season, or so-and-so is in double digits for the first time in his life. And that's how it was the whole first half. I don't know any of these players. Um, 
hopefully I don't regret saying that. Hey, uh, Trevor, the cool thing is I mean, Nebraska just missed a free throw terribly, so it's not an and one for them. One point lead for Nebraska, 18.40 to go. A three-pointer for Adam Miller is up and good, so Illinois takes a two-point lead. The bench is fired up. And Trevor, if you're a Nebraska fan, you enter this half playing the same arithmetic game that we usually do. Just play them even, and you are going to escape with the top 10 win. That's what I would have been doing if I was, for some reason, a Nebraska basketball fan. God bless those who are. Uh, Isaac mentioned that game last year, and I think, I wish I could remember who it was, but he had a, a name that made me think he was like a James Bond villain, the guy who got the double-double. His name I vaguely like, remember that. It's this lap man guy, isn't it? Or is it? No, his name was like Drago or Dragic or something. <laughs> well, that was the Trent Frazier half-court three game at the end of the first half, if I recall. That's right. And he almost just made another long three at the end of that half. Yeah. So those would have been back-to-back buzzer-beating threes. But I did notice Trent was one for four from three in the first half. Adam Miller was one for three, but he makes his uh, first free th- Well, I guess, has he shot two threes so far in the half? Made one, missed one. Uh, we have Illinois with the ball again. Two-point lead, 17.50 to go. This is Trent Frazier, top of the key to Grandison. Grandison taking it to the lane. Up, no good. N- uh, contact. Yuck. And I-, I don't know how much contact do you guys think was on that. Was that clean? I think it's one of those. It, 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 it was kind of consistent with how they've called the game so far. Okay. And I will also say, too, I don't know if you guys were watching the beginning at all of the game, but Nebraska was nope. making a couple of those <laughs> hor- of nope. those horse style shots where this Walker guy was just throwing up banks off of his um, behind his head and it was going in somehow. So that definitely played a factor as well. I- I'm coming into this game with such a snarky attitude. It- it- this sort of like Nebraska is just a pest that we need to deal with and then just move on. Uh, Io takes it to the rim. It is up and it's a little bit too uh, hot and heavy off the I don't know what I've never used that term before whoa too strong sorry Uh, this is a take by (laughs) Nebraska and I think it's going to be a foul on Trent Uh, yes it looks like that you know I look at Trent's going one for three from one for four excuse me Trevor from three and not a big deal I know that that last one it was a nice look at the end of the half and I get greedy with Trent he had such a great stretch of games and then he had a, a quiet first half in terms of offensive production. And, you know, I'm, I'm just looking, I guess, Trevor, for that consistent third scoring threat. But I guess if Adam Miller is going to hit a couple threes per game, you don't need Trent knocking down 15 points. Yeah, you'll take a split between Trent and Adam for a good uh, three-point shooting percentage. But I'm with you that I kind of wanted a longer, not that Trent can't get it going again, but he had that two or three game heater. But then I kind of wanted a longer one because against Wisconsin, he goes one for six. And right now he's one for four. And so it's kind of just like, ah, I wish we could have gotten a a month of him just knocking down 80% of his threes or something ridiculous like that. And what it is, I think, is the difference. A three-pointer here from Iowa is up and no good. Nebraska with the ball chance to take the lead back. What it is to me, Trevor, is that, you know, it's the difference between an unnecessarily close game and being up seven or eight points if those guys are hitting threes. Now, it's unrealistic to expect Trent to go four for five from three every night. But if their point blank looks, like you said, it would be nice to get that month-long heater as opposed to two games and then, like you said, the Wisconsin game where he really struggled. Alley-oop to Kofi. There we go. Not bad. All right, uh, 16.30 to go here in the half. Illinois leading 40-39. to 39. Isaac, is the needle moving for you at all? I mean, are, are you any more excited than you were before? I'm, I feel like I'm sleepwalking here. It is. It's just that weird feeling where every time you do something good, it's like, okay, 
we should be doing something good or you feel like that should happen every time down the court. Right. But, and I, I can't even, I, the first half and a half time I was like, okay, you know, what's that, that little ray of sunshine I can put on Nebraska to make this not seem so bad. But I mean, you're definitely the better team and I know good teams have slow, ugly games, but, and I'm not going to look big picture and say there's a huge problem. This is a trend though. I mean, you do it, you play up to the level of your competition. Just please God, don't make me sweat through a Nebraska game. Like, okay, I'm okay at Indiana sweating through a game like that, but at Nebraska, just don't, don't put me in that position, please. The good news is if you play up or down to your competition, we shouldn't have any problems come tournament time. That is true. And you know what? So far, this team has done that. And this is the kind of game where as long as they get the win, I think we all kind of agree with this. There's not a lot we're going to take away as long as they just get the win. And hopefully we don't need to broach the alternative. As we got a timeout here, just a quick reminder, the 200 level is brought to you by DP Doe online at dpdoe.com. Use coupon code Mike for $5 Cal zones and $6 premium construction zone. And uh, here's the thing. The weather's going to stink for the next week, essentially. And you probably want to just stay inside, stay warm. They will bring a piping hot calzone to your door anywhere in Champaign-Urbana, dpdoe.com. Fourth and Kirby online at fourthandkirby.com. I got a sneak peek of two new t-shirts that are coming out from Fourth and Kirby in the next month. They are sick. We're going to have a very special guest at the beginning of March to introduce one of these shirts. Excited about that. Use coupon code 200 level for 10% off your order at fourthandkirby.com. We got t-shirts, sweatshirts, vintage inspired Illini apparel at fourthandkirby.com. Got to thank a new sponsor, Rector Construction, the reliable roofing construction and remodeling company serving central Illinois. Giving the community is key to Rector Construction's mission. Their main desire is to help better Champaign County and this might be the year to have your roof replaced, your crawl space inspected, and everything in between. So call the day at 217-281-7000. That's 281-7000. Or visit rectorconstruction.com for a free estimate. And State Farm agent Brian Hansen online at brianismyguy.com. Life, auto, home, business, renters, you name it, brianismyguy.com. We worked with them on a homeowners and auto deal. Great State Farm prices and personalized service from Brian and his staff. That's brianismyguy.com. Alana Inquirer, Champagne Showers Podcast Network. That is the uh that's the formalities of the show and is Ooh. yeah whew, man that's that's a workout okay You're so popular yeah how about that right hey we are a uh, top we're 80 81st last week for basketball podcast on the apple in, store in the world well in in the united states and we're still ranking in south korea that's our second oh. most popular thing and i think a lot of that if you look at the last week you had the indiana game the wisconsin game combined were two of the most listened to podcasts for very different reasons. Of course, he won both games, but I think people might have tuned in the Indiana one to see how like hair pulling it was for us, which it was. And then the Wisconsin one was like the most happy, joyful podcast. I think Trevor, you and I have probably ever done. If I think about it, just pure unadulterated joy. Yeah, it was borderline boring. Almost, yeah. I mean, in the in the best way imaginable. As we see a shot of Lincoln, Nebraska here, we're back 1559 to go in the second half and we have a one point lead and Kofi, I believe is going to the line to shoot two. So he was fouled. He is, I think three for four from the line. Is that right? I got to check. I'm going to pull up the box score here and see some of these guys, how we're doing uh, in the first half, Isaac, I noticed the Andre Corbello stretches that I saw were iffy, but it did sound like he kind of got things going when Illinois was lethargic early. <laughs> 
Curbelo? Yeah, Curbelo. He, I, I mean, he turned the ball over a few times. I don't think, actually, he might have hit a jump shot, but. He has zero he points, of, but he's got three assists. He does have three assists. Yeah, he, he did make a couple of plays, but they were overshadowed by a few. Oh, Andre Corbello just ran. Well, he just ran into the Nebraska defender and he fell over and no foul was called. We got a three point attempt here from Nebraska. No good. And I think the more they, this is talk about analysis here, the more they miss shots, the more comfortable I feel. As, oh, wow. Dunk from Io on the give from Corbello. Five point Illinois lead. Let's just blow it open. If only, and it could be that easy, Trevor, if they kind of get things going here. Nebraska. That was disrespectful. Yes, it was. We got another three attempt from Nebraska. Of course, it's good. Why is DeMonte getting so much more tick than Grandison, it feels like? I'd have to check the numbers here, but it seems like he's really pivoting back to DeMonte quick. And I like DeMonte, but I just think the length of Grandison might be better when you look at this number. What is this? The, the four for Nebraska that's just launching up threes. As Io looks for the, Kofi and Kofi's not there. The DeMonte transition has just been odd because even at the beginning of the season, I mean, he was like the glue guy still that was knocking down threes and playing, what, 30 minutes a game. And now here we are. Um, and it's like, just, yeah. It's like they kind of fit suddenly like a rookie hitting a bunch of home runs and then they figure him. It's kind of like somehow all of a sudden teams figured out that a six five guy playing the four and getting away with it for the better part of a year was no longer going to fly. I yeah. don't know what necessarily changed, but like suddenly that went from, I don't know how he's doing this, but this is a great matchup to this really isn't that good of a matchup. I noticed on the rebound here, I, th- there is a lot of contact in this game and I don't mind it. And they've been, I think fairly consistent Illinois with three fouls, Nebraska with one, but it seems like every loose ball, Isaac, it has, Crisco oil on it or something. It just seems like every rebound is labored, and that goes for both teams. Nothing's very clean yet. Io misses a layup. That's, ex- that's how the whole first half felt, too. Everything was just ugly, and you, yeah, it looked like everybody had butterfingers there for a time being. There was a lot of contact, but I will say, I mean, I think there's been a few missed calls, but I can, the refs have called it pretty consistently both ways. And there's been, they've just been letting them play. It's Big Ten basketball. Andre Corbello, just seeing how bouncy the backboard is as he misses terribly on a... That was <laughs> wild. And we get a he's double dribble testing, on a He's testing for later so he can throw an oop off the backboard to Kofi. God. It's just, you know, you had a 5 nothing lead or 5 nothing run or a 6 nothing run, I think, to take a five-point lead. And then they immediately answer back to tie this thing up. Andre Corbello, they're showing the replay, trying to take a charge. The guy literally just goes right by him. And listen, we all love Andre. We do. And I think that there is going to be major maturation as you get into year two. But, you know, we saw one of the first things I saw in the first half was Coleman Hawkins. It, it felt like he threw it off the backboard. It was just this forced shot that you don't want Coleman Hawkins taking, and that layup from Curbelo was another instance where don't do that, as Trent can't make a layup either. So we can't make a damn shot. It's 44-44. Trevor, the uh, annoyance is really kind of creeping in as Nebraska Uh-oh, makes it. Here we go. <laughs> this is bad. Well, it's probably going to be fine, but it just pisses me off. Fred Hoiberg's a little, a little dingus, and I don't want to lose to them tonight. I, the most See, I had no opinion say. of him whatsoever until the whole he looks like death on the sideline thing. 
Uh, Georgie can't corral it from Curbelo. Turnover, Nebraska on the break here. Not quite a break, but they pull it back up to the perimeter. And they get a nice little uh, layup. No, we got a foul on Trent. And Trent can act like, I mean, they're going to call that even though it was anticipated or not. It just seemed like, uh, I don't know. I'm just annoyed. Can I be honest? I'm just annoyed with this right now. What's the point of this yeah, game? That's, that's, that's putting it lightly. I mean, again, most – if you play Nebraska 100 times, you'd hope to win 99.9, but it's just like, why? Why, why, why get just, Yeah, why get cute? Why get cute with this game? Here's the free throw up, and it's good. It's a four-point Nebraska lead, so they got – Quite the heater. So if I recall, guys, we were up 44 to 39, correct? So we're yeah. about to have a 10-0 run for this Nebraska team that is 4-11 and and is winless in the Big Ten. That's stupid. You can't... I know I'm... Am I nitpicking, Trevor? No. Not, nothing you're saying is wrong. I'm just going to wait to get there until at least another media timeout. I, I agree. Wrong. I agree. Okay, so we got Curbelo... With the ball, it's only a five-point lead for Nebraska, and, and considering how nothing's quite gone right for Illinois tonight, or so it's felt, you're only down five. I'm, if we're trying to find a silver lining, Adam Miller from the line, well, okay. A little mid-range jumper for Adam Miller. Adding tools to his arsenal, so 49-46, to 46, Nebraska lead. 12.30 to go as they bring it across the timeline. I didn't expect guys to do a whole lot of play-by-play in the second half, but we may be there. What do we got, a double foul? Oh, it's we're get- getting hot and heavy in here. Hot and heavy. That's the na- Should that be the podcast title? And people will look, why is it called <laughs> hot and heavy? Why is it called that? Oh, my God. This is so stupid. You know, this might be the stupidest game ever no. played if this keeps up. That's the only thing that can make this worse right now. Oh, we're going to, we're going to review this, guys. We got to check the, check the TV. Dear God. I... <sighs> Real quick, as they go to the monitor to review, God knows what. The 200 level is brought to you by DP Doe. If you're annoyed and pissed off as I am for no good reason, you should probably get a calzone or something tasty, which you know you're going to get from DP Doe. They give you dipping sauce. It's $5 if you use coupon code Mike for regular calzones and $6 for premium and construction zones. And they're open late. And this game will probably go until 11 o'clock for no good reason at all. Drown your sorrows and your frustrations with DP Doe online at dpdoe.com. Uh, this is this just makes these games borderline unwatchable. And to give the people at home that are reliving this, we are at 12.30 to go in the second half. Now we're conferencing with the coaches. This ref, who is apparently five foot two, is uh, Georgie is sitting on the bench. Do we get any fouls called whatsoever? Or are we just kind of moving on? I thought it was like a double technical. The most pointless call ever. I guess it does, though. A technical accounts as a personal foul, right? So there's a reason they yeah. call it, it. It adds to it. Okay, so Nebraska ball. They have a three-point lead, 12.30 to go. 24 in the shot clock. I don't know a single guy's name on Nebraska. I'm not even going to try to learn it. If that's snarky or if that's me <laughs> flexing my muscle a little bit, I, I just don't care to learn it. I just really don't. I as, only... I only like it, Carp, because I feel like the last four podcasts you've said, I don't know anyone on this team and I don't care. I don't. And, and you're not necessarily wrong. <laughs> you know, and I used to be so good about learning other Big Ten teams. So back in the early 2000s, you could, I could probably name the starting five of most Big Ten teams back then, but maybe it's maybe I'll blame it on expansion. I don't know. As Nebraska, may, of course they make it. Why the hell not? Five-point lead for Nebraska, 51-46. Now, we do need to broach, guys. If Illinois lost this game, it would be total meltdown and deservedly so right 
th- that'd be a disaster. Oh yeah, I would not sleep the rest of the weekend. <laughs> Say that lightly. <laughs> That's all I would do is sleep. Because what would be the point of getting out of bed if Illinois loses to Nebraska? Teddy Allen, whatever. Don't know where he's from. I don't care to learn. Don't even know what his number is. At least they have the names on the back of their jerseys, though. And I got to say, I like the jerseys that Nebraska has. With the, They had that same font back in the mid-90s for Nebraska basketball. That's the only thing I like about this program at the moment. Whew, man, I'll tell you what, Trevor. I'm way too surly for 12 minutes to go in this game. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm just reading Twitter. Jeremy said that Underwood yelled to Georgie, Georgie, be quiet. Sometimes he does. Sometimes he does. Yeah, but sometimes he does need to shut up, especially considering he has zero points against Nebraska. And as much as I like Georgie and I like all the stories about how he's the happiest guy. And listen, the guy personally has had to deal with more people in the last year than most of us had essentially isolated on campus. His teammates go home. He can't see his family. So, all that is much to be respected, but as a player, Trevor, I do worry about the lack of progression and in some ways regression from Georgie, where I thought maybe a month ago we had more consistency that we could count on from him, but that's not the case. Georgie is what he is, essentially, and I don't know if you're going to get much more than that going forward. Yeah, that that's unfortunate. Uh, obviously, it's sort of like, I, I liken it a little bit, and I'm not trying to take anything away from Georgie, but I liken it a little bit to when you got Tijon Lucas after not having a point guard for half okay. a decade. Yeah. And you're like, holy crap, this guy's amazing. And, and I mean, he's fine, but he didn't have an outside shot. He hardly had any shot at all, but he was good with assists. And so you get Georgie, and you're like, whoa, this is the big guy we've been looking for. And he has great games this freshman year. But then it's like, I, I guess what I mean is you get Kofi, and all of a sudden it's kind of like, okay, Georgie, that was cute. You can fill in for your five or 10 minutes here or there, but we don't really need you. And so at least you have the luxury of being able to say, all we need from you is literally like eight solid minutes without doing something stupid. Now, is it frustrating that he can't seem to accomplish that? Yeah, for sure. But I, I guess for me, it's less like Georgie has regressed than like, I kind of just don't really want Georgie to be a huge part of this team ever again. And that sounds horrible. <laughs> But I don't like, you know, if Kofi comes back or you get a five star big man or something, why would I? I, I just I have no interest in seeing Georgie play a major role. Yeah. So his, yeah. His, his struggles are frustrating. But at the same time, it's kind of like, whatever, man, like you just go do you. You're the one blowing your opportunity here. But you need to think about it because, I mean, Kofi is probably not going to be coming back. I think that's realistic. Whether or not he's going to be a draft pick. Maybe. I mean, may, we, you, and we don't know, but I think that. He kind of made his intentions clear last year that whether or not he's a first-round pick, he wants to go pro, even if he doesn't land yeah. the NBA. He wants to be a professional player, and I, I can respect that. And maybe we do get lucky next year. That would change the calculus of everything. But you know, I worry, Isaac, that you know Georgie is in that one position on the team where the backcourt next year, we'll have it figured out. Even without Iowa, we'll figure out the backcourt. The four spot with Grandison, we'll figure it out, right? But with the center position... When you don't get an Oscar Shibwe and you don't get a Mac Etienne, it's, well, Kofi's probably going, so Georgie, just give us, like, you can go eight and six, can't you? But I can't count on anything consistent from him. We know Georgie's talented, though. Very. That's what's so frustrating. And he's got the skill. I mean, he's had double digits a few times this year. It's just the mental stuff, and... He can't stop making mistakes. I don't know if he just got uncomfortable 
again, coming off the bench when we said like, oh, Georgie's got to find his role with Kofi on the team. And he's found it more this year than last year. So I'll give him that. But going into next year, maybe he'll figure things out more since Kofi won't be on the team. I don't know. But you got to hope he can at least put together better than the bigs were in the John Gross era. Corbello misses a three, enough, and it's Nebraska ball. Sorry, his best game was the Baylor game. Ironically enough, he had a great first half against Baylor. I think he had like eight and six in the first half, and a good follow up against Duke. And at that time, we still thought Duke was going to be fine, even though they are not very good right now. But yeah, I thought that in December, after those two games, okay, well, assuming that Kopi leaves, as Nebraska gets fouled, and I think they'll go to the line. I don't even know. Curbelo's just doing things. You know, why would you draw up? And I don't think you meant to a Curbelo three after a timeout. Has he has he made more than one all year? I think he's made two or three. But I think I know for a fact one of them was a bank. So I think he's made one legit. All right. So Nebraska can stretch this lead. I don't I think even know. What's that, Isaac? You go. Uh, okay, I'll go. I was just going to say Michigan fans won't let you hear the end of this one if we give them Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. <laughs> Trevor? It was pretty funny, too. Uh, apparently, the, the Michigan wrestling team was playing, which, like, to me, I've never understood why wrestling should be playing at all right now unless you're, like, testing everybody, which I'm sure they are. But, like, you're literally dripping sweat into another guy's, like, crotch in your face. Like, right. If any sport should not be played right now because you're concerned about you know, close person contact, I would think it would be wrestling, but um, I don't remember what I was going to say. Well, that's okay. I mean, we'll get to the Michigan thing in a bit, but you're right, Isaac. If that, if this were to happen tonight, then I will not hear the end of it, and I'll, I'll just have to probably stay off Twitter for the weekend, and they will have plenty of reasons to make fun of that random Illini guy that basically accused Juwan Howard of, of making up an excuse as to why they were not playing. That's what it was, and I think... Uh, you're finding out, and you guys, if well, actually, Isaac, you would know this because you're you've got Michigan ties. You would know there, there is a an arrogance with that school, and I mean that's putting it mildly. And they always fall back on this academic thing, which that's great. But like my point was, the reason they didn't play Thursday was not because they. <laughs> let me let me rephrase this: the eleven games in twenty two days that they're looking at, Isaac. The primary reason that they don't want to do that isn't because oh we're going to miss more classes. That's not why. They don't want to put that much toll on their bodies. It has nothing to do with missing class. Is most aren't most classes virtual? Like anyway, exactly. I don't know. Right, and the, um, <sighs> I yeah, I am more biased to not liking Michigan fans, but. Overall, they just always kind of seem to enjoy being on top, which granted, they've been good at really good at basketball the past 10 years, but they always find a way to remind you if your team's not good. And that would be like us this year, just constantly, instead of taking the most to enjoy us being on top this year or at the top, we're constantly kicking down the likes of Nebraska fans or the likes of Northwestern fans, which... Granted, Illinois fans like to make fun of Northwestern fans because there's like six of them. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, instead That's of enjoying the, the glory of being up top, we're just spending so much time kicking the Penn States and Nebraska's of the world. Well, and to the Michigan thing, you know, what's crazy is that for a football school that bounces out for Iowa. So Iowa's chance to bring this within three with 10 to go in the game. 
But with Michigan, I mean, the last decade, they, they've been a basketball school. And that speaks a little bit to how they haven't been good with football, but they've been really good at basketball. So in any sort of argument that I may or may not get into on Twitter with Michigan fans, I would fully acknowledge they have a hell of a basketball program. And in all likelihood, Juwan Howard's going to get that thing rolling because he's got the recruiting. And I think he's probably a pretty good coach to boot. So yeah, that'll stick. And there's no reason for him to go anywhere unless he wants to venture back in the NBA. But Trevor, that whole thing, and we can revisit it later, uh, but it is frustrating. I think part of the letdown for me watching this game is what would have been yesterday. Oh, yeah, no, 100%. It's now back down to one. Okay, um, Trent with a I, layup on the transition. Nice nice job by Trent on that. So, yeah, one-point game with 9.30 to go. Illinois takes a timeout, I think, quick timeout. There was some serious FOMO yesterday for sure, just thinking about what could have been. Uh, my whole thing all along has just been like, I don't even mean this as like a wink, wink, you know, slight at Jawan specifically. I just want to know who's calling the shots. He said it, and he said it wasn't him. He said it wasn't him, but it, I'm thinking, right. well, who is? Sure. And, and, but like, let's just pretend I'll take it at face value. So then okay. what's going on? Is the Michigan Public Health Department telling them? that it's okay to play wrestling and women's basketball, not men's. That doesn't make any sense. Is the chancellor of the school saying, you know, I, I just want to know, is Kevin Warren saying something? Like, I, I just want to know who it was that decided that if we are now being told that Michigan basketball, as in the program, had no say in that. It's puzzling, and I worry that now that no precedent was set, no precedent was set and no protocol was established by the Big Ten, that and listen, I say all this with Illinois trailing on the road in Nebraska with 9.30 to go. If Illinois is in a position to win the Big Ten, but they don't on, let's call it a technicality, or then they don't play Michigan, or if they do play Michigan, Michigan still avoided a couple other tough games because of the schedule crunch, whatever it may be. I worry, Trevor, that you get to a position where, I don't want to say robbed of a Big Ten title, but you feel like you got a little screwed. I, th I think... Uh, I will only feel that way uh, if they don't get to play. Okay, and, and I don't see I don't see any situation you know, in your scenario where Illinois has a chance to win a Big Ten title, and maybe they get robbed because they're a half game back, and you think, oh, about this and this and the other thing. I just don't see any way how the Big Ten can sit there and go. These two teams did not play each other all year. There's less than a game separating them, but we're good. Like, I, I don't understand if we're going to bend over backwards through our legs back over and then backwards again for Ohio State football to play in the Big Ten title and then in the college football playoff. I don't see how you couldn't at least let those teams play once. I think right. maybe the, the argument gets a little more intricate and honestly for me a little more eye rolly. If you do play Michigan, Michigan wins by 10. And, and the fan argument is, well, that wouldn't have happened three weeks ago if we played them. I, mean, I agree. Who knows? When, whenever you do that, play them is when you play them. And I, I will say that I would not have thought if Illinois won last night after Michigan comes off from a break, I wouldn't have thought that was a cheap win. But I certainly would have acknowledged that that was an advantage for Illinois, given it would be Michigan's first game back in two and a half weeks. And, you know, in this year of all years, I'm willing to accept that the same thing could happen to Illinois where, you know, if we get a COVID outbreak and we're out two weeks, well, we're going to be behind the eight ball. And that sucks. Uh, but I don't, the big thing for me, Isaac, is that as we go down to the end of the season, outside of missing last night's game, now Illinois may be forced into a schedule crunch themselves where the last week of the season, you will probably play eight, four games in eight days. 
four games from a Saturday to a Saturday, Wisconsin, Nebraska, Michigan, Ohio State. Now, in on one hand, that gets you prepped for the frequency of games in the Big Ten tournament, the NCAA tournament. On the other, I still want to keep these guys as fresh as possible. Yeah, you'd hate to have something like that go so poorly. And I know COVID is freak. You can get it a million different ways or whatever, but if a team like Illinois and these guys and the coaching staff are really being secure, you hate to see them get screwed over uh, by something like this after them going out of their way to be super cautious, you know, not coming into contact with anybody. But, and then again, yeah, if missing that Michigan game ends up putting you having to, because I mean, even, even this Nebraska game, say you end up making up the Nebraska game and it's only a one-day layoff, then who knows? I, I wouldn't be as shocked if you come out sloppy in that one next time you play them. Sure. Um, so it's, re- it's really hard. It, it's 2020, well, 2021 now, but it's, it's just unfortunate to kind of be relying on the rest of the conference to handle things well, too. And that they could have learned some lessons from the football season that would have negated this process. Kofi with the dunk to take the lead. 53 to 52 synchronized floor slap. Yeah. Hey, whatever. That's fine. <laughs> you know, what's weird. And Trevor, this is going to sound so That's an automatic salty. sign of a foul coming up here. Yeah. <laughs> the most anticlimactic post floor slap thing would be a touch foul. Will it be on Adam Miller on this guy with the dreads? Number 40, 45 has got length and I don't know. Well, maybe he's just got really long legs, but he's only six, four. I can't tell. It's bizarre. He's kind of like uh, Timon from Timon and Pumbaa. Like he's got like a really short abdomen, but really long legs. <laughs> All right, Illinois with a 7 nothing run, and they have a one-point lead. Next break will be the under-eight timeout. Trent with the three. All right. Thank you, Trent. All right, nice. That's a big one. 7.45 to go. So Trent, I think, on the night has eight points. I think he's got two threes, and he's got a layup in transition. Which, hey, Trevor, you, you got Adam Miller, I think, with eight. Trent with eight. So if that's splitting the third scoring duties, that's okay with me. Yeah, they just need to split it. Like it, it just it doesn't have to be Trent scoring twenty three or Adam scoring twenty eight. If the two of them can just combine to score twenty and each hit two to three threes, like that's good. That, that's I'm fine with that. A foul on Kofi looked a little bit light. I don't know if that was like a forearm shiver or what, but it looks like Nebraska will come back out with a one and one on the bonus. As we are at the under eight timeout, and Illinois is somehow up four. I this this is going to be a game as long as they win, guys. Will be one that two weeks from now, if you said, "Hey, remember the Nebraska game?" I'll say, "No, I I don't," because there's not much to remember from it. Uh, uh, real quick, so, go yeah, Trevor, go ahead. Uh, Nebraska went on a 10-0 run, immediately followed up now by a 10-0 run by Illinois. Well, basketball is a game of runs, but usually, I don't know. I, I think of like Illinois Iowa games where you know that each team goes on these like six seven nothing runs and it's exciting. This one's just I don't know. I'm I'm having a hard time mustering up much for this game to be honest. Like on a 1 to 10 scale guys and just quick number. How how into this game are you? Oh, like a like a 2. What about you, Isaac? Uh after five? that 10-0 run, put me at like a 4.5. Wow, a 4. Okay. Guys, right. I'm legitimately doing a Sudoku puzzle right now. <laughs> I, I, 
I didn't watch the first half. I, I'm, I'm, I'm half paying attention to the, this podcast we're doing right now. This no, is that's most fine. Hey. I've ever been for the 200 level. <laughs> yeah, I think that for me, it's just that like uh, the 10% that sliver in my mind that says, oh, but if this ended poorly. But I, I think I know where this game is going if push comes to shove. I think I do. And then we can just turn the page on it, and it will probably be one of the least listened to post-game podcasts of the year. But what the hell? It's a Friday night, and the win is a win at this point. Just get the win. And then I think the next one, Tuesday night, hey, guys, drink your coffee. It's another 8 o'clock start on a Tuesday. That game time got switched. I'm sure, I'm sure you saw that on Twitter today. Not to like push the the coffee joke, but push it. I mean, this is the first year of me actually doing adult things, so eight o'clock sounds later than normal. But have we not had more night games or like late games this year than usual? Yeah, well, hey, the better you are, the later the game, and that is a good sign as opposed to the five thirty tip off on Big Ten Network or yesterday the four o'clock with Purdue and Minnesota. Which why why was that four o'clock? Is there any reason why they had a game so early? It was kind of cool to watch afternoon it basketball. Even less sense because the Illinois Michigan game was supposed to be on that channel at six o'clock. So just and move they it. Legitimately aired nothing. Like they had like Sports Center from six to eight. So why would you not just slot in? I don't know. That made no sense. It was me. a good game too. It was a really good game with two basically top twenty-five teams, and that that I liked following that game because I knew that regardless of the result. It makes one of our opponents look better, and it was the best result possible because it kind of validates that Purdue is, in fact, pretty good, and that Minnesota is going to win enough games to make the tournament. So you have wins against two tournament teams right there, and I, I think the way that they're playing, I don't necessarily. This is going to sound weird. I don't really want a piece of Purdue in the Big Ten tournament. I, I don't. I don't like that for some reason. Matt Painter I seems to see- do something with them. Hmm. I could see you being like a one or two seed in the tournament. And like, if you lose to a lower seed, I could definitely see Purdue being that team, knock on wood. But Purdue's good. They're, they have a lot of production from freshmen, too. So they're going to be good the next few years. They were good enough to go on a 19 nothing run against us, for goodness sake. Here's a free throw from Nebraska, up and good. Again, another guy. I, I do like the hair on some of these Nebraska players. I do like that. I like the jerseys. I don't know much else about them. And I feel like maybe I'm kind of digging my own grave here, Trevor, by saying these somewhat snarky things when they're only down three and Kofi can't corral that board. I, what happened there? And then we have a block on Coleman Hawkins, Nebraska ball with 18. This Kofi has a couple dunks this half. Okay, sorry. I'm not going to go down that route. I was about to criticize Kofi. He's been so good this year that what am, what am I going to do? Criticize him because he let one rebound get away from him. That'd be kind of silly. All right. How's the Sudoku thing going, Trevor? You know, I love it. I'm at the uh, moderate portion of the book. I've, I've zoomed past the easy. The moderate's a little tricky because, guys, this one, there's boxes with no numbers in them. And I tell you what, that gets a little bit tricky. It certainly does. I'm enjoying it. What level are you on? Are you intermediate, expert? Um, Let's see. I'm on puzzle 83 out of... Um, how many are there? Puzzle 83 out of 132. So I'm like two-thirds of the way through. You know, Sudoku for me was a big equalizer for flying. That and Xanax. But Sudoku is one <laughs> of the... I mean, no, Xanax is amazing. And which I think, Trevor or Isaac, that may have actually been mixed in with an NyQuil before the game. 
depending on the lethargic start. Yeah, and it'll speaking knock you of out. E- speaking of Equalizer, did you guys watch uh, Queen Latifah's show? I didn't. I didn't. I heard great things yep, about 20 it. Twenty million people did apparently. Well, the reviews was, came. Uh, <laughs> it was really something, guys. I'll tell you what. Oh, Queen oh. Latifah did that thing where she did the stuff, and after the stuff, she kind of half-heartedly did other stuff. And then in between that stuff, there was a heartwarming scene with a girl that looked nothing like her who was supposed to be her daughter. Some stuff happened there. And then at the end, she somehow like outran a teenager and wow. tackled him. It, it, was, it was pretty good stuff. I'm guessing there was a great one-liner at the end, too. And then she looked in the camera, freeze frame, directed by so-and-so. Kind of like those old cop dramas like Chips. Have you guys ever watched Chips on TNT? The, uh, well, uh, a cl- Columbo ends that way. Where oh, he how good is Columbo? The camera, and then it says directed <laughs> by so-and-so. I love that show. It's a great show. Peter Falk is an amazing actor anyways. And he did some legit films back in the day, but Columbo is a show that actually holds up. It's a fun show to watch. All right, so we'll get into more cop dramas here. Adam Miller with the three. No good. That was not even close. Just 56, 54. So, You've had two four-point leads in this half and immediately relinquished both. Yeah, to Nebraska. This is this is going to be disappointing on any front because yeah. I, I understand you know not having your best game every night. That happens. I understand being on the road and not being yourself, but you've had plenty of time, but not too much time to be rusty. You knew this game was on the docket. I think Monday was when we got word of this, right? Iowa with the three, mm-hmm. that is no good. And Nebraska with a chance to take a lead. I don't know, guys. Like, I don't know how comfortable I feel with them winning right now. I'll say it's it's better than a 50-50 shot just because you got Iowa and Kofi, but it's not. I mean, you're tied with 5.30 to go. 56-56, an open three for Nebraska. Got lucky on that. I, I and then we don't even block out. We had four guys just standing around. That, How okay, can now I'm you pissed. not guard somebody that bad? But what makes it worse? Watch this. Wide open three. They're going to show it. That's the last shot. Okay, so there was a wide open three from Nebraska. This might be it. No, they're showing this again. Whatever. And there were four Illini guys just chilling. No one blocking out. Nebraska gets a board. They put it up. Now they're leading. So. I think my biggest concern in terms of like winning the game at this point is simply that Nebraska's got this they haven't won a Big Ten game in a year and a half. Like, like, like the 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 motivational side of things, which is stupid because you should have just as much motivation to stay in to win a Big Ten title. But, yeah, but but just this idea of like a bad team can actually kind of become unstoppable all of a sudden when <laughs> when they're when they've got this idea in their head that like they are four minutes away from winning their first game in in, in a year and a half. Demonte just elbowed the guy. Almost it looked like just rebound the ball and don't swing your elbows. So now they're going to maybe go look at this in the review booth or not a booth. It's a TV. Now I'm getting flustered because you should not even I be in this position. I think it'd be awesome if it was like a full fledged phone booth that they stepped into <laughs> to look but, at it. But it was such a dramatic, just rebound the ball. You don't need to throw your freaking elbows around. You've already gotten called on two flagrants this year. He does that a lot. Yeah, don't do it. We're lucky it's not getting reviewed because they review seemingly everything. Not not in this game. I think there's been one review so far. But six nothing scoring run for Nebraska and a foul on them. They've only fouled four times this half. Yeah, and I think Illinois. Well, Illinois is at ten. Clearly, bonus plus for Nebraska. 
All right, 437 to go. You're trailing at Nebraska. I guess I have to actually pay attention. I know. So it's close, it's close so annoying. Book. All right, all right. It's a great game, though. Sudoku is such a great equalizer for me on flights. That that keeps me chill. All right, we got Trent Frazier. Now we're doing a little bit of the weave, perimeter weave action. No Grandison. Not a lot of Grandison this half. Adam Miller wants the three. Now he wants the long two. That's not the shot you want, but it's a rebound for Illinois. And we have 20 in the shot clock. Iowa with the ball. 4.13 to go. And we're going to have to gut this out if you want to win. We get a pick from Kofi. Iowa taking it to the rim. And they're going to call it on the floor, whatever. So Illinois will get the ball from underneath with 4.07 to go, trailing by two. Uh, and so how, are you, how into this game are you now, Trevor? One to ten scale. Begrudgingly I, I so. For, I, I'm forced to be a, a, a reluctant six. This is so this is so ridiculous. Just win the game because y- you lose it. Well, we'll get to that if they lose it. Io misses the free throw. It was it I was a shooting though. Io's missed eleven free throws this year. And I, I I know that doesn't sound like much, maybe, but for your all star, all American player who is known as like the clutchest guy out there. That's a lot of free throws to miss. Oh my God. Five point lead for Nebraska. They're going to win this game, guys. Illinois is not, in, they, Illinois is not themselves tonight. That was, he, I mean, he like double clutched that too. He wasn't even going to shoot it. I don't know what to do with, with shots like that though. Like DeMonte was right up in his grill. Like he double clutched and hit a fadeaway three. Like what the hell? Half of this is Illinois being stupid, and the other half is why is Nebraska doing this right now? But they are. I, I don't even know if Nebraska's playing great. That's the problem. I think they're making some I mean, shots. They're, they're way, way over shooting their three point percentage right now. But, what yeah. I need to check with their three point shooting. Not that I really want to, but I kind of have to. Ugh. I think it's like thirty six. Yeah, they're, they're shooting thirty seven and a half percent. Illinois shooting thirty five percent. Nebraska shooting 41% from the field, but they got five more attempts than you do. They are out-rebounding you by three. They have eight offensive boards. They have 11 turnovers a year 13. I'm looking statistically. There's not a whole lot of differential here. But that the problem happen, is... Though. But you're right. They, they, they turn it over more than anybody. You can't, you can't have more turnovers than they do. Good God. This would be absolutely disastrous. Just sloppy. Well, but... but Okay, we'll get to the worst-case scenarios here in a second. Fourth and Kirby, get your new lucky shirt because whatever you're wearing right now isn't working. Use coupon code 200LEVEL. We got some cool stuff coming up. You you need to get one before Tuesday because Northwestern's better than Nebraska. So we can't really chance anything at this point. Though if we lose this game, you know, just go to Fourth and Kirby and buy a shirt. Coupon code 200LEVEL. It's actually really great. They got some cool stuff coming up. And uh, <laughs> damn it. You're like, what is we this? Should, we should start resigned advertising. I like that. Just go to Fourth and Kirby. And just, then there's just, like 28 <laughs> seconds of silence on the commercial. They would understand, though, because I know the guys that run Fourth and Kirby are fans. And right now they're pulling their hair out, too, thinking, what the hell is this? So it's going to be Illinois ball trailing by five. So let's just let's just. Get into it. So if Illinois does lose, we don't need to belabor the point. We can end the podcast, and I'll put it up, and, and I'll poop on it, essentially, uh, metaphorically. If Illinois loses this game, you are falling out of the top 10. Fair, right? Mm-hmm. You are no longer on the two line, for sure, in the NCAA tournament, for sure. Mm-hmm. 
you are then kind of calling into question if you turned the damn corner in the first place. That's how bad this loss is, if it happens. Mm-hmm. So I, there's no sugarcoating it. You lose this game, and it's I'm, I'm laughing is almost like a defense mechanism here because I'd wake up tomorrow in a state of shock thinking, how the hell did that happen? And you're actually kind of in not a good place right now. And people could say, well, guess what? Worst case, you're a four seed in the tournament. You finish in the top four in the Big Ten. That's fine. But you know what? Throughout the season, you recalibrate. And based on how we played the last four games, we all recalibrate. And I don't think we were wrong to do it. And now we're going to have to eat crow because they decide to lay an egg in Nebraska. So to be quite honest, Trevor, it's vexing. Yeah, this is kind of like incomprehensibly bad in terms of the um, the outcome. Like, I don't even want to think about this. Like, you're going to be in third place, and then Ohio State plays tomorrow, so they might have a game up on you in second. Like, I just there's so many things to think about. Your net will drop greatly because Nebraska is the worst team in the net in the Power Five. Like, there's too many bad things to think about that I don't want to think about, but I guess we're kind of being forced to think about them. It's a John Gross loss. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. No, this, this sure. is all too familiar. <laughs> you know, like Nebraska. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, think 100%. about John Gross's final two regular season games, you know, the big one against home at, at home, excuse me, against Michigan state. And then you go on the road to Rutgers and they were ranked in Ken Palm in the one hundreds somewhere. And I know Nebraska is, they can't find Kofi down low. Iowa with the ball is going to have to maybe force something here. He's got a baseline jumper. It's up and good. Three-point lead for Nebraska with 3.20 to go. Illinois, two timeouts. Nebraska with two timeouts. I have to do play-by-play for the end of this freaking game. How dumb is that? 3.10 to go. Just get the win, and we'll move on. We'll wrap a bow on it if you just get the win anyway, anyhow. Okay, Nebraska with the ball. Trent is trailing his guy. He gets in the lane. It is no good. He misses what? He misses far, but we got an open three here for Nebraska. It is up. It is. That's, good. oh, my gosh. And the team that gets the most loose balls tends to win the game. Are you kidding me? Six-point lead for Nebraska, 2.40 to go. This is ridiculous. Here's Io taking it to the rim. That's a foul. Two shots. You know, I like when a movie's kind of bad. It's horrible to watch. Like You can't stand it. But then when a movie is like, comedically bad you actually kind of just like laugh and enjoy watching it in a way like I, I i'm not even i can't i can't conjure up an angry bone in my body like i'm just i'm honestly smiling not in a good way it's just i like get it I, I don't even know how to properly react i i understand i don't know how to react either because this there's a reason this is a 14 point spread in vegas i thought that was a little bit rich just because who knows i i wasn't surprised by a lethargic first half but Eventually, how many punches do you need to take from Nebraska to realize that, you know, they aren't going anywhere? And they aren't. And here's the thing. Illinois can I mean, do their thing of the, the stretch run here, Isaac. Illinois can do their thing. But Nebraska's making a high enough clip of their shots. If you left a high school team, like, as open as we've left Nebraska tonight, they'd probably yeah. be shooting close. 64-60, Iowa makes both free throws, 2.30 to go. You got to get, just get stops. You got to do the Indiana thing where the reason you won that game was you got stops. And I will, I will leave this game with concerns, but I won't complain as long as Illinois just gets the damn win. And this is a take to the basket up and no good for Nebraska, and it's going to be out of bounds, go to Illinois. Now, they might, it's not under two know. minutes. I, it's not I'd under two minutes, though. i the point where I'm, I'd be concerned even if you win. <laughs> well, uh, <sighs> A tiny bit, just like like 
I thought we were done with this. Like I know, like I know. Fool I, me once, fool me twice thing, you know? I, I agree. And maybe it is a case of playing to your opponent, and I wouldn't worry about this if you're in the NCAA tournament. Ugh, Trent with a three, it is up, it is no good. And a great block out from Nebraska. And here's the thing, Trent's got a couple threes tonight, but eventually you got to make the ones that matter. That's just, that, that one just means, that one is more valuable than the one that you hit midway through the second half. Yep. And as a senior, uh, I know, it's just like, I like Trent, but you got to make that. Easy take here for Nebraska, and Illinois gets the board. Io on the break, can he get past this defense? He does, it is up, it is good. So it's a two-point lead. How is that not a foul? Timeout, Illinois. Yeah, looked like maybe a little bit of contact, but he spun through it, got the layup. So it's 64-62. And, I mean, you know I what? I don't know. I don't think they touched him. Hey, so here's a question. This is salty carp. And I, I, did I mention this? Let me know if I mentioned this earlier. I mentioned that I was salty, but I'm, I don't think I got to the point. Was that a lot of times in this game, I've seen Illinois just kind of like laughing, slapping hands. Hey, man, hey, that's crazy. Yeah while they're down five on the road against Nebraska. And on one hand, I'm like, all right, they're staying loose. That's good. But now that we're trailing by two with a minute 30 to go, I'm thinking, did they, they, did they just think they could turn it on whenever? I think that's this team's bugaboo, Trevor, is mentally the Northwestern game gave them this weird shield of invincibility. Like, we can turn it on when we need to. But it's not that easy sometimes. Oh, yeah, no, 100%. This, this team... I absolutely think, mentally speaking, this team's biggest problem is the Golden State Warriors complex, where you're at times so good in short bursts that you almost feel like it doesn't matter, and you can just flip it on a switch and flip it back off. This might be the greatest you-know-what talking team I have ever seen. I mean, how many replays and technical fouls? And I mean, this team talks garbage like nobody's business. And the problem is you got to back it up. Yeah, and... We'll see here. We got 125 to go. Nebraska ball. Adam Miller on 45. 45's got length. Adam Miller is probably missing a couple inches to him. We got an open three for Nebraska. DeMonte left his guy. Fortunately, he missed it. DeMonte gets the board. Good Lord. I know he was helping on D, but you, that's the guy that already hit two threes in the last five minutes. Illinois ball. 105 to go. It's going to be Io taking it to the rim. He kicks it up. Adam Miller. Nope. Not open. It's Io again. Top of the and Nebraska's ready for it. Io almost loses it. He gets fouled. Yep. So it's gonna be a one and one with fifty three point five to go. Fred Fred just says mask. What? Who cares? He's like I, I have Ed Bond is wearing his. Oh the well. That was well timed. I needed that. All right, there it goes. Now we're now we're back. Oh no, 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 no. Fred's Fred's not feeling it right now. Uh, free throw is up for Iowa. It is good. One point lead for Nebraska. Fifty three point five to go. Problem is, when Illinois had five or six nothing runs, it doesn't usually end well. <laughs> Nebraska responds right back with a four nothing run of their own. Well, there isn't time for this to not end well. Luckily, maybe. I mean, we'll see. All right, real quick, as we got a break here, Rector Construction, online at rectorconstruction.com. If you put a hole in your plaster, they can actually come by, fix it right up. But they can do more than that. They can fix roofs. Uh, I say fix roofs. They can give you a new roof. And I know that my house, 
is going to need one the next couple of years. So I'm going to go with Rector Construction. That's R-E-C-T-O-R construction.com or give them a call at 217-281-7000, rectorconstruction.com. Okay. <laughs> I would be later. hating not myself, but just everything if I were Brad Underwood right now. And I know that's obvious, but it's just like, we at least have the luxury of being able to just be like, what the hell was that? And shut off our phone and go to bed. He's got to like deal with this and not sleep for the next like three days because yeah, of this. Got to live in it. Yeah. And I, I think the players, I'd say the players to the same extent, but they've had a couple of losses this year that maybe say, huh? Which you think would have trained them to not do this. But we have Iowa with the line. The free throw is up. It is good. We had a tie game with 53.5 to go. Get a stop and then win it on the next possession. Simple enough, right? Nine fouls for Nebraska, eight for Illinois. So the next foul on Nebraska will be two shots for Illinois. 20 seconds in the shot clock. Nebraska is not going to go two for one. Not surprising. Oh my God. And DeMonte was in the circle, so it's a block. DeMonte. One. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. I understand trying to take the charge there, but I would almost rather him just like defend that play and yeah. foul the guy. You know what I mean? And maybe that's speaking in hindsight because it didn't go your way. But when when you when you take the charge, you know you put your hands down, and so it's like I mean he he literally had an open lane to the basket because Demonte just made that split second decision that he wasn't going to contest it. Why is Jacob Grandison not playing? I mean, I don't know. He's he's stuck in the first half apparently, but I'm not sure why he hasn't gotten any kick in the second half. Here's Io. 30 seconds to go. It's a two-point Nebraska lead. They missed the free throw. Io looking for Thanks. daylight here. I, he lays it up. It's good. But you got to get a stop. I don't like this. No. I, but, I, I mean, hate when the other team has the last shot. <laughs> there was going to be time left anyways. It looks like Hoiberg is going to take a timeout. Can we point out, thankfully, that was the most disgusting free throw I've ever seen. He, he's a bad free throw shooter. He's missed some terribly tonight. I don't get it. All right, well, 66 all, 16 seconds to go. What I'm hoping for... Illinois playing good defense, but a stupid foul happening with like two seconds left, so they have two free throws. Yeah. I'm going to try to think positive here, but it's just... Now, I think we're all about the same point. If you guys are okay with this, please only emote if something good happens, just for my own... Like two seconds of sanity... So I'm not crushed doubly so where I gotta get I gotta hear like the groan and then see it two seconds later. Is that okay? I won't say anything. Okay. Uh, real quick as we got I will t- just mute myself because I don't trust myself. But if something good if something good happens, unmute yourself and immediately be prepared to go. I, I think what could happen got here it. in a sort of you know, bang bang moment, maybe Nebraska they get a little bit antsy, they take a shot earlier than they want to. You get a board, and then in the mess, out. yeah, you got a timeout, and then if they, there's any contact on Nebraska, it's double bonus. With you Illinois, kind of fall back on on um, the idea that Nebraska has not been in this situation all year, and, and the the, I guess the onus of the moment is more so on their side than yours. Ugh, I'm jittery right now. Brian Hanson, your State Farm agent, life insurance. That's one thing they got there. The way my heart's beating right now, may need it. Brian Hansen online at brianismyguy.com. Your State Farm agent, Brian Hansen. He's my State Farm agent. Does an awesome job. And I know that he and many other Illini fans right now are thinking, what the heck? So remember, guys, try, try not to emote. 
just so I'm not doubly depressed if something bad happens. 16 to go. Nebraska ball, we're down to 13. They will wait 10 seconds. They will wait six seconds. Looking for a pick up top. They're probably going to settle for a three here. <laughs> so what happens? We're going to overtime? Please. That was, no. that was the worst possession I have ever seen in my life. Fred Hoiberg tosses his mask in disgust. And I'd say that was what great. What are you doing? <laughs> We're going to he overtime. He waited until four. Oh, my he God. Half court and he waited until four to go. A guy comes up for a high ball screen. He doesn't set it. So Io goes over the screen. The guy's practically double teamed. He hoists a 35-foot three that gets blocked. If you lose the game now. I thought they called a foul. I was worried about that, too, because he, he was kind of forcing against Io. Okay, well, here we go, guys. We're going to overtime. So if if Illinois wins. Okay, all right, all right, all right. We're, we're good, guys. We're good. I'm I, telling you, we're good. I would we think. Got five minutes. Here. I would think. Uh, if Illinois wins this game, then this will be the stupidest game ever played, part two. I think that's yeah. this is what this podcast will be. And, you know, if every other game is the stupidest game ever played, but you win it, I'm okay, I guess. But, ugh. I would agree, Trevor, five minutes to go. The way you play... <laughs> <laughs> the way you played the last minute and a half, and now you look at this Nebraska sideline, and if I'm reading body language, they just said, ah, damn it. Uh, that was it. You know, like, it, we played our best 40 minutes. We don't have many bullets left in the chamber here. That was, I think that was their moment. That was like a, a guy who, know he fit, uh, who knows he's got no game going up to a really pretty girl, and he, like, does well for about 10 minutes, and then he goes back to his friends to regroup, like, what should I say to her? And then he goes up to her, and he's like, um, <laughs> can I tell you the worst pickup line? It wasn't even meant to be a pickup line, but I was in college in a speech class and had this group project. And there I've was heard this. <laughs> <laughs> there was this girl, uh, really nice girl that was in our group and we're exchanging numbers so we could meet up sometime over the weekend to work on this. But, you know, she was cute girl and all that. And she gave me her full name. I said, okay. And I was like, well, my name's Mike. And she was like, what's your last name? <laughs> And I said, <laughs> I said, Carpenter, like Jesus, the, <laughs> and there was a awkward, you know, four or five seconds there. And then she kind of laughed. She was graciously laughing, but sure enough, we only ever worked on the group project and nothing more not surprisingly. Okay. So Nebraska with the ball after Iowa gets a layup there, 68, 66, 430 to go feeding it down low to number 13. Trying to take a baseline on Kofi. Good defense by Kofi. Oh, man, I thought Adam almost got a hand on that. Shot clock down to four and a take. And what do we got? A hold on Adam Miller? Yeah, well, he made the shot. Now you got to make improvement from the line. Yeah. Well, I guess you're going with this five. No Jacob Grandison, which is weird to me, guys, because Nebraska has length. And I would have thought Grandison might have. You look at this number 11 guy, right? Yeah. Why wouldn't Grandison be a good matchup for him? Unless I'm missing something. Missed free throw for no, Nebraska. Right. I, I don't know. This guy's a terrible free throw shooter. Jeez. He makes Kofi. get worse. Oh, all right. Hey, 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 hey. Worse than Kofi. Second one is up. It is no good. Trevor, I love those interjections. The good interjections. They give yeah. me a piece. 413 to go. I, I honestly just want Io to take it to the rim every single time. There's no more for peace for you. Okay, good. A three would be even better. Well, well, well. 
Could it this be Io? This must just be how oh. the Cavaliers used to feel when LeBron would just score and they would just run ISO and the other guys wouldn't do anything. You know what's huge about that, guys? Oh, come on, Trent. Get it, Trent. Oh, does not. So the game goes on. That was weird. I thought it was a jump ball. Sorry for the dead air there. 10 seconds on the shot clock. This 45 guy trying to take it again. DeMonte sags on his guy, but he misses the three. Stop sagging and trying to help. He was in no man's land again. I'm not trying to pick on DeMonte, but not a good, not a good half for him. And yet, Jacob Grandison's nowhere to be found. Well, actually, he's there. He's being a good teammate. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Trevor. Is it going to be Io again? Winning his Big Ten Player of the Year honors towards the... No, Kofi? Wait, what happened? Dunk. Oh, they call foul on Kofi. Yeah, right. What? Ah, Trevor, you got my hopes up. Well, I mean, I, I it looked like it happened. Yeah, it did look like it happened. We got an offensive foul on Kofi. He had a putback on Io's miss. Dunked it. Kofi was just... So strong, I mean, through McGowan's. It did. It did look like a push, but with Kofi, it's hard to tell if he was really just extending his arm. But he's got yeah. such brute strength, that it doesn't matter. Of course, that guy goes flailing like a little wimp. Number one's got to be careful. I mean, let's not turn. Yeah, the don't know. Yeah, no, we don't need to make a point tonight. Just get the. Just that's enough. Now, is that going to be going to the line? Because that's an offensive foul. I thought. That's two free throws, at least what they're saying. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense because Kofi had the ball, and what are we going to do here? It yeah, should two free throws. I thought offensive fouls didn't lead to free throws. Am I am I thinking like an old rule that got changed? Unless they're saying that like the ball was up for I don't know. That's I, weird. Made, like the ball rimmed off the mist, and so it was an open rebound for anybody. And Kofi, like it wasn't an offensive rebound because it was coming off a miss. All right, well, Nebraska going the line. Unfortunately, this is not the guy who's a really bad free throw shooter. And the first free throw is up, and it is good. 71 to 67. A, that's such a swing. You could have been up seven. Yep. Trey McGowan. I mean, it did look like he pretty much armbarred. He did. But, uh, I mean, it's hard to say. It's hard to say how much he flopped. There was a little bit of both, but he extended his arm enough, and it was like 100% contact. By the way, you guys might notice, I'm saying like a lot tonight, and I think I'm just jittery because I didn't anticipate being this into a game that I didn't want to be involved in in the first place. We get a foul on Nebraska on the floor, but it doesn't matter. Double bonus. Kofi will go the line. Kofi, just make one at least. That's it. And now he's... There was a slight limp there. God, how much... like he got... Uh, like, 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 it looks like he, the guy kind of planted his foot on top of Kofi. So when Kofi tried to go up, he, he, you know, got a little, I don't know what you'd call it, jammed. You know, I got to give Kofi a lot of credit, guys. He is starting to catch passes in traffic. His hands have gotten better this year. Oh, yeah. As the years went on, they've gotten measurably better. Yeah, I remember the first few games just getting frustrated with how, like buttery as fingers seem to be, but it's it's honestly nine day difference since like even the Ohio game. That's the fifth foul on the guy who's been annoyingly bugging Kofi all night. He's not he's not bad. I mean, a lot of these guys are JUCO kids, right? I don't know if this Walker Jr. is or not, but he's actually done I mean, an okay job bodying up Kofi. Hoiberg picked all these guys because they all transferred in. So I mean, they're not good and they're not good together, but I would 
venture to say they're not as bad as last year's Nebraska team, which was literally Thor, Thor, Bjarnerson, and 12 guys <laughs> no one had heard Thor of. Thor Bjarnerson, of course. That was the name. All right, here we go. Kofi will have two free throws. We got 258 to go. Three-point Illinois lead. First free throw is up. It is short front end. Hmm. Hey, Nebraska also had those football players, too, for a game. That's right. That's yeah. right. Hey, Kofi with 19 and 12. A quiet 19 and 12. Let's get to 20. Ugh. That's no good. Ugly misses. Nebraska ball, three-point Illinois lead. Another swing when you feel like you're pulling away. Just, yeah. All right. Well, hey, listen, stops will win it. Stops will win the game. Nebraska with the ball, 2.45 to go, 15 now on the shot clock, three-point lead for Illinois. And we got this 45 guy. It's either going to be him or I I don't know any of these guys. 11 is just, DeMonte, don't leave 11. Whatever you do, don't. (laughs) Three-pointer for Nebraska is up, and it's no good. All right, Trent with the board. Illinois ball, 2.25 to go. 10.25 in real time. It's 10.25 p.m. on a Friday, and we're watching a barn burner between Illinois and Nebraska. Maybe it's going to be the new Illinois Rutgers kind of thing. Io gets pressured. He needs to find – he finds Kofi. Kofi steadies himself. He gets fouled. Now, Kofi, make up for yourself here. Come on, buddy. I've squarely reached the point with Kofi, and it's no personal offense to him whatsoever, and he proves me wrong about half the time, but I am no longer excited when he misses a shot and gets fouled. I'm not even remotely like, well, okay. Like, nope, I'm just like bummed out because we missed an opportunity. You know what? I'm going to look up his free throw numbers from this year to last year because for some reason last year I felt more comfort in him taking free throws. First one is up is make one, Kofi. I know it's not easy with – you got hands that big, it's not that easy, but make He's one He's at 58% this year. Okay. I don't know how much of last year was sort of a bias because he hit those two against Michigan State. To sure. Maybe ice that game, and so it kind of feels like maybe he makes he was one. better than he was. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was 71% last year. He was 67.7%, so two-thirds. Okay. And he was averaging uh, one less free throw a game but he was making the same number of free throws. So that's where the difference is. He was making, he's making 3.6 free throws on his career, but he just shot one, one more per game uh, this year than last year. Well, All right. And the other funny part to me is like, I, I think he has a good stroke. Like it doesn't look like he's, you know, whatever you call it, like the underhand diaper. Shot. Like he, it doesn't look like he's just totally gross at shooting a free throw. They just don't go in. Io with great defense. And then we get a foul on Adam Miller, but here's the thing. It's like, the, the rebound caromed far enough off the rim. Io was not able to get it as he was midair. You see, this is what's frustrating right there. That was, I can't tell if that was Io not going to where he needed to be or if that ball just not sort of really. hung in dead man's land. Or no man's land, sorry. And it kind of did. So Nebraska will go to the line to shoot two. That's frustrating because that was a really tough shot. Yeah, that was great again, defense. That was kind of a kind of a weird carom. So I don't know. Free throws up and good. It's a three point Illinois lead. This is just the stupidest game. He was this Teddy Allen. Yes, of course. <clears throat> All right, second free throws up. It is good. Two point game. If anyone other than I or Kofi takes this shot, I'm going to be pissed. I know that's a silly thing to say for a team that does have other options, and you don't want to uh, limit what well, you can do. get ready to be pissed. Hmm. Trent, baseline, DeMonte, Adam Miller, three. 
No good. Kofi cannot hold the board, but we get a foul on the floor. Yeah. I don't I don't <laughs> like the back-to-back to back Kofi free throws at all. Yeah, well, here's what I thought. He missed three in a row. He made one. Now he's going to make two more in a row to make three in a row. Miss three, make three. And he's going to even up. lines up to 50%. That's right. <laughs> nope. Is it a two-point lead going? Okay, two-point lead going into this. So apparently, according to Trevor, he misses the first one here. He's missed the front end of like all of them, too. I'm guessing from Trevor's exasperated sound, he misses the second one, too. Well, it hasn't happened yet. I'm just... Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. 72-70 with 116 to go. This is just ridiculous. This is going to be another hour and 40-minute freaking... And I like talking to you guys. Don't take it that way. But oh, come on. We're doing this again? Quit it, DeMonte. Jesus Christ, man. I know. I'm sorry. That... God! Stop doing that! So we're going to go to the booth? I keep saying booth like there's actually a booth. So DeMonte gets into a little intertwined thing and he there's a push on the Nebraska guy. That should be, are they going to call it? No, they're letting him play. But you're right, Trevor, just why? It's just, it's like he walks around the world looking for a problem with somebody to pick on him or something. Like just, it, this is not the time or place. No, and it's just right there too. His, his arms got tangled and he was, holding up his arms like, what the heck? It's like, no, just play defense. We just got to get the win. We don't need any histrionics right now. Teddy Allen taking it to the rim. And we get a jump ball, Nebraska ball. Is it just, is it just me or have they had every single jump ball? I don't remember getting any of the possessions. You know what? And, and I thought the same thing. They got the last two jump balls, but we got the, they got the last two possession arrows, but we got the jump ball at overtime. But that's why it Gosh. feels like they're getting all these. And we're kind of lucky. That was an overreaction about Demonte. I just—it's just not the timer. No, I no, I, I get it though. Me. I get it. You just got to get the win. You just got to get the win. Don't don't do anything that like, can get yourself I, in I a bad spot. I don't need Paul Mulcahy right now. You know. I agree. All right, Illinois no, with the board. Trevor, Great job by Trent. To your point, it does feel like ever since the McCaffrey scuffle at the end of last year, I feel like Demonte has almost bought in a little too much to that. You know, instigator guy roles a little bit for people. Yeah, I wouldn't. Like, the guy, the guy clearly said something to him. We're going to get a timeout here. Illinois can basically win the game if they hit another shot here. But it, it just, the guy said something to him, and I get it, and he kind of bumped him. But then Demonte much more apparently shoved him. Now it was kind of a back and forth, so they let it go. But it's just, it's one of those things where, like, imagine if they called a technical on that. I mean, that's a free throw in the ball for Nebraska. Like, you can't do that. No, you can't. And I, I think to your point, Isaac, I, I don't disagree with that. Because last year, I can't recall too many other face-to-face sort of things that DeMonte had with anybody else. I could count on maybe, I could get to my second hand if I counted him this year. But last year, it felt like the McCaffrey thing in the Iowa game. Certainly, that's the most memorable. I don't remember that being a recurring thing with DeMonte, though. So maybe there is a little bit to that. I don't mind having a guy with an edge, but in a game like this, I don't need a, I just need you to win the game. I don't <laughs> this Nebraska that's, does not deserve edge. No, that's fine if you're playing Uh-oh. that's fine if it is a game a game that matters. This game matters because you can't lose it. But I mean a, an opponent where there's more on the line, there's more skin in the game. It, it just doesn't look right when you're the sixth ranked team and you're trying to like raise a ruckus with Nebraska. Just get the win. Okay, here we go. Twenty seven seconds. <clears throat> Okay, okay, okay. Something here. Io with the ball. It's got to be Io, right? Uh, seven on the shot clock. Five on the shot clock. He's this gonna shoot a long two. Vintage, man. That's a long two, right? Inside the 
dark line. So we have a 75-70 lead with 15 to go. Nebraska going to take it to the rim. Trent, great job there stopping the ball. Great job again on the baseline. And we have a block on Trent. Oh, my oh, gosh. Whatever. That he was, Iowa was double-teamed that entire possession, yeah. wormed his way out of it, and immediately hit what was practically a three. Big Ten player of the year. Because I don't think it's going to be Luca the way they're falling. No. And the thing is, Ohio State is Ohio State's the team that scares me as much as Michigan. And there's not one individual guy on Ohio State or Michigan that's going to get that accolade. So it really still comes down to Iowa or Luca. You ready for a foul and more of a foul party? Oh, it's coming. I I didn't get a replay of that Trent block call. Was that fair? I, was he moving? It, I didn't ever see a replay. I don't know. That's when it feels like they just don't show the replays on purpose. All right. Who's going to inbound the ball? We have one timeout. It's going to be Adam Miller. More no, it's going to be Demonte. Stupidity. Like, why? Call a timeout if you need it. And they do. Why is the Underwood era tarnished by dumb in, yeah. inboundsery? Yeah. It literally be, began with it. A month into the, because his... We're, because then, we're trying too hard. It, it, that's fine if you want to run this football play, but like, and you know what actually frustrates me more than anything, and a lot of teams do this, and I'm just going to go on a sidebar real quick. They let the ball sit for a while, and it's essentially letting Nebraska's defense set up. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. if I were the inbounding player, as soon as that free throw is made, I would grab the ball, get it to the ref, get it back in my hands as quickly as humanly possible. I, when they let it sit there, they let everybody set up. I'm the same exact way, and I have this weird, like, someone go get the freaking ball. Like, hurry up. What are we waiting yep. for? Which, if that's part of the plan, I don't know, but Kipper, you're right. Kipper would do that every time. I'd be like, Kipper, grab the ball. Hey, you know what I saw today? I was down in the basement uh, cleaning some stuff up, and in this box of memorabilia, the ticket stub on the top of it was the Illinois-Iowa game last year, and it was Kipper on the ticket. And I, I'd almost I forgot about old Kipper almost Nichols. forgot that he was on last year. I did, I did, too. He had some good moments, though. He did. All right, here we go. So we got the four guy. Okay. What is happening? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Just have someone run a Hail Mary here. But then again, if you throw it too long, then you got the Maryland situation. Ah, it's Trent. Good inbounds. Okay. Oh, man. Almost got it loose there to Adam Miller before the foul was called. But Trent will go to the line with eight seconds to go. And he will have two free throws. And really, you just need one here. You just need one. And I think that when Nebraska gets the ball back, with double bonus guys, you weren't going to foul, right? I mean, I'm not a proponent of it just because it seems like you're kind of extending things for more stupidity to potentially happen. But I guess it wouldn't be the worst case scenario. If he misses both, I'm telling Io or somebody foul. If he misses, yeah, them. no, for sure. At that point, yeah, it's just like if you have a five point lead, I don't really want to extend things, but Trent makes the first. That's huge. Four point lead with eight seconds to go. Oh boy, this will be the easiest podcast title ever. I mean, that's in the bag. Just secure this thing. Trent with the second free throw up and good. Five point lead. Okay. All right. Eight seconds All right, to go. That was so stupid. Oh. Good Lord. <laughs> oh my God. Good Lord. And that'll do it. Illinois will win the game 77 well, to 72. How many, this, you know how like last year it was just an evergreen 
tweet that I won you the game at the buzzer. This year, it's just like you had a crappy start. You played terrible against a bad team, but you found a way to win. You know what would be great is if we cut the audio of us reacting to the end of this game, have a really high production thing, great moments in Illini history, and then it just shows the last five seconds of this game where Trent makes the free throws, and we say, and... Illinois wins the game. Just the most anticlimactic call to end a game ever, which, to be honest, it kind of feels like that. But I will be honest, guys. I'm relieved, for one. And I'm happy because I won't be miserable. That's really it. I would have been miserable if he would have lost this game. It would have sucked. I'm just relieved. Yeah, you can relax. And, hey, Nebraska's played some teams close. I think that's by far the closest team they've played. So you got unfortunate and got their solid night. But there's definitely some things that that Brad and the boys have to look at at film. Brad and the boys. Will, that I, sounds I, I, like a fun <laughs> spinoff series. Brad and the boys. I will you got, say John? Io absolutely took that over. 31 I mean, points. Had, I think 31 points, and yeah. it felt like he had 10 of your last 12 points. I mean, he he totally dominated that overtime session in the last few minutes of that game. You know, at the end of the day, this was not going to be one of those that we look back on, and it's kind of similar to the Nebraska game last year, where that was, I think, in the middle of the five out of the last six games where you won that. That was late, right? The Nebraska game last year? I think it was late. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was your last home game. Or not, I mean, not before Iowa, but that was your last home game before the games that mattered at the end of the Ohio State-Iowa week. I think it was right before the Indiana game. So I think the last three were Indiana at home at Ohio okay, State-Iowa. Okay. Iowa. So yeah, was, I think the midweek game last, before like, that. It was meaningless game. Correct. Point. And it wasn't easy. I think Illinois pulled away, might have won by seven or eight. I don't think they won by double digits. Not last year's team didn't win many games by double digits, but you did. It was forgettable. You move on. <sighs> Friday night, a day after you should have had a game against a number three Michigan team. I understand why there was lethargic play in the first half. I'm disappointed it continued for as long as it did. But if there is a silver lining, it's always better to learn after a win than a loss. And I'm hoping that with the Northwestern game, they just come out guns blazing. And I, I that is a game, guys, that I would predict Illinois comes out and just smokes the crap out of Northwestern yep. from the get-go. I'm with you. And uh, only because be- it resulted like this. Only because it resulted like this would I say that. Well, what are you guys going to do the rest of the night to celebrate that Illini victory? Sudoku for you, Trevor. I'm pretty sure, right? Oh, yeah. More Sudoku. Um, I actually don't have much to do. It's kind of nice. I had a long week, but now it's time to revel in a, a cold weekend indoors, not doing a whole lot. Very cold. Three-day weekend for teachers and students. We got Monday off for President's Day. Isaac, how are you going to celebrate the Illinois triumph against Nebraska? You know, ever since I started working... Like Friday nights, I just get tired. And, you know, you wake up early. So by the time 10 o'clock hits, and again, not to be like pushing the coffee joke or whatever, but (laughs) here here we are. It's past. I mean, if this was a Tuesday, I'd be in bed. You bet. Hey, man, Tuesday night, we we joked, we joke about it, but we really don't. You're a working man. Trevor, you, what time do you start work, Trevor? Because you work later. So, yeah, but see, I was given the choice of either, um, coming in at nine with a lunch hour or coming in at 10 with no lunch hour. And so I took the extra hour of sleep and I just eat like a, a lean cuisine. So I go, I get there by 10 and I leave at, well, technically I'm supposed to leave at six, but with podcasts and stuff, unless my good friend Isaac is there to help me out at sure. like six thirty. 
yeah, for me, it's going to be 6 a.m. wake up call soon with the students Whoa. getting back into school. And, you know, it's, it's fine. I'm, you get used to it. Uh, but like Isaac said, come 10 o'clock at night, it's time to settle down. And that's why hopefully the Northwestern game is not going to keep us up until 1030 overtime, sweating that out. I don't think it will. But Illinois wins 77-72 in the second stupidest game ever played. And if you're still listening to this, man, you are a hardcore Illini fan because I don't care to relive this thing. But maybe on a Saturday morning when there's not much else to do, Illinois fans will want to revel in this victory. Trevor Isaac, we'll speak again Tuesday. And thank God we didn't lose. So uh, you're in first place now, right? Am I missing something? Well, what, based on win percentage because of Michigan? Yeah, you're tied for first in games back. I don't know. I guess you win percentage too. Okay, you're tied for first. Okay. I will be interested to see Michigan's first game back is when? Tuesday? Sunday Sunday at Wisconsin. I watched that game, man. I, you know, yep. Wisconsin didn't look good against us. You can be alone but... in first place. Ooh. You can be alone in first place. See, another reason why, thank God, he didn't lose tonight. Could you imagine watching that yeah. game Sunday and thinking, God, the shock up. You know, because losing games like the Maryland game, for example, it just zaps the fun out of Big Ten basketball for about a four or five day stretch until you win again. And I, I would have dreaded that. I'm actually really enjoying watching other Big Ten games because I know Illinois is doing their thing. So they get the win tonight, 10 and 3 in the conference. They maintain, I presume, that six ranking. And a two-seed in the NCAA tournament. They're in good shape, even though we had a sweat uh, a little bit. Sorry, one other quick thing to point out is tomorrow yeah. they come out with the um, the first, or maybe it's Sunday. One day this weekend they come out with the first edition of the top 16 where the tournament committee gets together and releases their, hmm. kind of like the college football playoffs. So I'll be curious to see where they're at. If they're the highest two-seed, if they're the second highest two-seed. What day is that? Uh, what? I can't remember if it's tomorrow. It would make more sense if it were Sunday prior to the Wisconsin-Michigan game because that game is on CBS okay. and that's where they're going to announce it. But maybe it's tomorrow before their coverage. I'm not sure. Oh, God. Another another reason why, thank God, you didn't lose this game because we'd see Illinois is going to be your top four seed. Yeah, come on, top four seed. I mean, just all because he lost to Nebraska, but you didn't. You beat him. Guys, celebrate however you want to celebrate that thing and we'll see you Tuesday night. Wait, bring your coffee. Hey, hopefully it's not another scorcher till it the end. It damn well better not be. I will. We can switch up the the joking second half podcast for Tuesday night. Let's do that. I was expecting a looser podcast today, but unfortunately, the game just didn't lend itself to it. So we had to do some play by play. And Tuesday night, let's just make fun of Northwestern and hopefully make fun of Michigan after they lose at Wisconsin. Trevor, Valise, Isaac, Ambrose, take it easy, guys. Adios. Sorry, Demonte. Didn't mean it. Love you. <laughs> we love Demonte. All right, that's Trevor Valise and Isaac Ambrose for what was a far too close to call game. Illinois wins, and thank God they did. All right, so you're probably listening to this. If you're listening to it late on a Friday, you are a night owl because that game, as as close as it was, kind of put me to sleep. And it was hard to get interested in a Nebraska-Illinois game, and yet... They never seem to be blowouts for some reason, unless it's Nebraska back in 2013, Bruce Weber's last year, where they smoked you at Nebraska and Myers Leonard was crying on the sideline. Fortunately, I was getting ready for a Van Halen concert back then. But you got the win. We'll move on. There's not much else to say about it. Let's just put that one away and pretend it never happened. All right. Hey, I got to thank our sponsors. 
DPDO online at dpdo.com. Use coupon code 200 level for 10% off your order. I'm sorry, not now I'm doing the fourth and Kirby coupon code. My apologies, DPDO. You can get a $5 calzone using coupon code Mike at dpdo.com. And you want to stay in this weekend. It's going to be freezing cold. They will bring a calzone to your doorstep. dpdo.com, coupon code Mike for $5 calzones at dpdo.com. My bad, Steve. I'll, I'll get that right next time. Fourth and Kirby, they have the other coupon code. That is 200 level for 10% off your order at fourthandkirby.com. Great vintage-inspired Illini t-shirts. Some really cool new ones coming up in the next month, but you might need to get a new lucky shirt just to be safe. Fourthandkirby.com. State Farm agent Brian Hansen online at brianismyguy.com. Use coupon code, not, no coupon code for that. You don't need it. State Farm prices and great personalized service from Brian and his staff at brianismyguy.com. And finally, Rector Construction online at rectorconstruction.com. Give them a call at 217-281-7000. Everything from a new roof to getting your crawl space inspected and everything in between. That is rectorconstruction.com. That's R-E-C-T-O-R construction.com. Alana Inquirer, Champagne Showers Podcast Network. Another hour and a half podcast when I thought it'd be an hour. Love talking to those guys. It has nothing to do with Trevor and Isaac. But I'll take a little bit of a break from Alana basketball. But thankfully, I can do so when they're 10-3 and three in the conference and they didn't lose at Nebraska. Whew. Hey, this music that you're hearing, that's Decadence, out of your head from our latest album, Fever Dreams. Listen to that anywhere music is available. We'll be back probably Sunday, Monday for a solo pod before Tuesday night against Northwestern. In the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy, and for the love of God, stay warm. It is the 200 level. Please.